Hello, everybody. Hello. And welcome back to Finders Keepers. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo. Okay. Mm, mm, I mm, realized mm. that we for- stopped introducing ourselves at the beginning of each other. Oh, did we? Yeah, so we I'm comfortable. I'm Riley. Yeah, so now you know whose voice is whom's. So. I seriously doubt like a new listener would start with like episode 23 anyway. I don't know. Sometimes when I start new podcasts, like I listen to the most recent episode and mm. then I'll start going backwards and being like, oh, so this is this person's <laughs> I know, especially since like our most recent episodes were kind of interesting and like specifically targeting thrifting and not just like our opinions on stuff. So <laughs> anyway, if you're just now joining us, welcome. I'm Riley. Yeah. That was Meredith. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for, <laughs> for tuning in on episode 25. Wowza. Yeah. Wowza. I didn't Do think we have that... music yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that we'd make it this long, Riley, to episode Seriously? 25. Well, I never even thought about it. I, I was, was like, oh, this is something that's on my calendar now. I, was, I never thought about I it. I was hoping that we would make it to episode 25. And I think since we made it this far... We'll keep on making them. Because yeah, we'll now just have we're... to figure out how to navigate a time difference. Yeah, we're in too deep now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we are going to have to navigate. Oh, yeah. I think we will. On the weekends, I feel like we'll be able to. Like on, on a Sunday. I feel or like. We can... Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll find a schedule for ourselves. Yeah. It also depends on when my classes start. At what time they start in the morning? Well, usually Italians don't start very early to begin with. So, like, if I stayed up, like, later on a Sunday night to record or something, Mm -hmm. then it would be okay, you know? We'll cross that bridge when I'm actually (laughs) in Italy. And that'll come back later in this episode, me talking about my (laughs) um, progress to go across the ocean. So, Riley... What yes. was your finders keepers of the week? Hmm. I'm trying to think if anything in particular stands out. I definitely went thrifting. I went thrifting on Friday um, and got a, a good bit. Nothing, like no one piece sticks out to me, mm. but I did have good success just with finding like classic silk blouses, just like nice silk button downs mm. um, and denim, which we will also come back to. Yeah. And... Oh, one piece that does stand out to me is um, I found this matching, like, sleep set, like, lingerie set Mm -hmm. at the Goodwill on Renolda Road. Mm -hmm. It's, like, a royal purple satin, and it's Fredericks of Hollywood, and it's, like, the button front style that I really like. Wait, it's literally the one that I have in the booth right now. I have one. But a different color. But a different color. Yeah, I saw the one that you have. Yours is a little bit, like, kind of like a vest style top. It's kind of, like, boxy. I don't know how to describe it. It's more structured. Yeah. But the one that I found this week, um, it's kind of like a style that I wear just casually in my own closet. Mm -hmm. It's like a cami style, but it's buttoned down the front and it's Oh, I know what you mean now. Yeah, I I found a set. I found a set of that. So it comes with like the the little underpants too. Underpants. Are you going to keep that or is that for inventory? It won't fit me. It's like a medium, but like a large, like a big medium. So it won't fit me. And also those bottoms and those types of sets are usually cut really large anyways Mm -hmm. so I can see how that might not be the best no but they're really cute I hope they find a good home (laughs) I haven't tagged them or anything yeah um, that was a nice find I like like that so what about you well (laughs) 
<laughs> yesterday. You had quite the haul. Well, it was a small but mighty. Like, I yeah, feel definitely. like everything was really strong. And, okay, so one of my fatal flaws is that um, I think that I can fix everything or everything can be fixed. So, like, I'll pick stuff out in the bins and it'll have, like, a spot on it. And I'll be like, oh, but it's so great. Let me, like, get this spot. Or let me get this thing that has, like, one moth hole in it. Or, like... No, <laughs> that's that's a great perspective to have. Mending just prolongs, long, like, prolongs the life of it. Yeah. Adding longevity to garments just helps it, helps it cycle. Or, like, it's it'll be a really good thing and have, like, a couple sequins missing or a couple beads. And I'm just like, okay, let me just buy this and just, like, put a cheaper price on it and hopefully mm-hmm. someone will buy Which usually someone does still end up buying it with a lower, like, price threshold. Yeah. But, like, so I don't think that anything that I got this time was too banged up is, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, the stuff that I got actually looked, like, pretty fresh. Excellent you know. used condition. Excellent used condition. That's a great way to put it. Excellent used condition. But I got, I have a couple standout things. So I got a leather blazer for me uh, at the bins. It's Talbot's, which Talbot's, I think, did a lot of leather wear a while ago, like in the early 2000s. Um, And I tried it on for Riley over Zoom because I was kind of torn because I really bought it for inventory and I thought it was going to be too small for me. And then I tried it on and I was like, wait, this actually kind of It looked really good. good. It's like a nice classic piece. And it's like a nice camel color. Yeah. And the leather's so soft and Riley's like, Meredith, you have to keep that. So I'm keeping that. Yeah, it looks really good. Talbot's Um, is one of my favorite um, like thrift store brands, like vintage thrift store brands. What, Talbot's? Yeah. Really? Like, like one of those brands that you just find all the time in the thrift store. Talbot's is one of my favorites. And I think that stems from me really liking their, like, 90s trousers. Because mm-hmm. I think the Talbot's trousers were some of the first pairs that I would find, like, in my early thrifting days that were, mm-hmm. like, the cut that I really wanted. Yeah. Like, 11 to 13-inch rise, pleats, a tapered ankle. Like, I could rely on Talbot's to have that kind of sh- kind of shape. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where my my affinity for Talbot's comes from I think that Talbot's made so my mom has passed down a lot of ski sweaters to me that she had in the 80s and 90s which were almost all Talbot's or Gap and they just made really high quality like outerwear products and denim and like I have a pair of older Talbot's jeans um and I remember one of the first things that I sold in the booth was a pair of vintage gap leather pants which i thought mm-hmm. i would have died if those had fit me but they were just they had also been altered to be smaller than their tag size so there's that too but those brands like make great products if you can find the vintage versions not the modern day versions but the older <laughs> versions older tags okay so that was really great that i found that i also found this hand knitted made in italy sweater vest which Riley knows I'm torn about whether I should keep that or... Yeah, I think if it's something that'll fit in your suitcase, it's definitely a keeper. Let it go. But that would be such a good layering piece. It's yeah. wool. It's 100% wool. And just, it looks like your grandma made it. And I love that look. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like the top finds from the bins for me. And then I went to this which I've brought, I've taken Riley to the sale before. It's like the season change sale at this small independently owned thrift store in my hometown. And like people line up for this 
And I was there an hour early and it was pouring down rain and I stood out there in my Outdoor Voices hat and my rain jacket and my umbrella with my big L.L. Bean shopper lady tote bag that's like ginormous, the XX large size. Um, And I was like the second person in line, thank goodness. And I got in and it was just like all just kind of like meh. Like, <laughs> like there was nothing that they had great menswear. I didn't even tell you this before, Riley. Like the menswear was popping off. <laughs> like they had all of these great v-neck cashmere sweaters and v-neck like wool sweaters like brooks brothers j crew just like all it looks like like a men's like store had just like dumped all this stuff and you knew it came from the same person because everything was the same size yeah so but um no notable housewares but i got this really really beautiful cape wool cape that is the word I hate that I've already said multiple times this episode, vintage. Um, you need to get over your <laughs> hatred of that word. Vintage is it's just a word to describe how old something is. So that's vintage. I think it's probably from the 70s. A cape made in Spain that's like, how do you describe that pattern? It's royal blue and Kelly green. And it's kind of like swirly. It like wants to be paisley, but it's a lot more mod if if our listeners know what fortuny fabric looks like it kind of looks like that so it's like a a pattern that would be on wallpaper you know like mm-hmm. i don't know how else to describe it so yeah. if but it's very regal looking in yeah. this cape it yeah. looks really cool if you wore like all navy under it i feel like it would look really like chic very yeah. london you know yeah, like it I gives agree. me very london vibes so I showed that to Riley, and Riley knows that I struggle with, like, letting stuff go, but she was like, you have to keep that. That's so special. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, so like a, it's a really cool statement piece. I'm keeping that. <laughs> and then I got a Carolina Herrera sweater another, another top good one. for only $20. And I was like, you realize this retails for, like, 1600 right? <laughs> Carolina Herrera is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I was like... Pricey lady. Well, I love all her stuff. I mean, if I could wear Carolina Herrera every day, I would. But um, really, really pretty color block top. Looks, It's modern, but it looks kind of like mod, you know, 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, very cute. And those are the most standout. I always talk way too much in this section. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I just like to give y'all descriptions of everything. It's, it's not so much a find of the week anymore. It's like, describe your weekly thrift haul. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, I think. It's fine. I, mean, I hope we can paint the picture well. Yeah, I like I like to give ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got a ton of beaded evening bags um, mm-hmm. for the booth. So if you are interested in finding a new evening bag for your um, evenings outside of the home or um, at your home, um, please check us out at Design Archives in Winston-Salem because they'll be dropping yes. that soon. Yep. That's the end of me talking. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we should let's like let's go into our pop up recap because we have had our first pop up sale experience since our last recording. Um, it was fun. 
it was so hot. <laughs> it was really hot out. I think Luckily, it was actually it was 98 degrees outside. I think so, too. It's been very hot in North Carolina, but um, we were covered. Luckily, we're not, like, getting sunburned, so it was good. Right. We were covered. Um, I kind of wish Chugging we, that water. I kind of wish we had brought our own fan. <laughs> yeah. That's something to add to the list. It was a great learning experience overall. Yes. This was a great learning experience. Um, I think it was a kind of a slow day overall. It seems like all the vendors were kind of having a slow day. Yeah. But I don't think it, the heat helped that. But um, it, we went to Durham. It was hosted by Starcourt Durham. And um, at Ponysaurus Brewery, I think it was what it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a super cool place. I really liked the environment. Their pizza um, was really good. Um, they, they had, had their, pizza. It was so good. They had their own pizza. The <laughs> their pizza oven at the brewery. So yeah, would recommend that. Really hit the spot. Um, so really cool environment. I really liked that. Not a ton of people coming through throughout the day, or at least not as many as I expected. But I don't think the heat helped with that. Right. Um, and seeing what the other vendors brought and like what the kind of pop up expectations were for inventory was probably what my biggest takeaway was. Mm. Um, I felt like a lot of the other vendors, like very seasoned veteran vendors, in terms of like pop ups. Um, we're really bringing out like their oldest and best antique and vintage, like I a lot wonder... of that kind of cost to me, like, mm-hmm. like cost me in terms of clothing and cost me in terms of home deck, like set mm-hmm. dressing kind of, um, kind of pieces that were like really lovely statement pieces, everything. And we had showed up with our like best seller kind of categories. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. I also, Riley, I've been thinking about this too. I wonder if that's just the vintage scene in Durham versus the vintage scene in Greensboro. I was thinking about Winston. that, too. Yeah, because, I was thinking about that, too. I mean, think of, like, all of the vendors in both design archives locations. Like, there's not that many people who just do pure, um, let's say, 1970s and older. Yeah. Which I feel like almost all of the other vendors there... That's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. and I definitely... And we a, are definitely, I mean, you know me, I skew a bit older, but I still source 90s, Y2K, whatever. And you really specialize in like 80s to early aughts, right? And like, we're obviously like appealing to a very different audience. Yeah. <laughs> also, our stuff was again, like, at the lower end of the price spectrum compared mm-hmm. to other people there, which is what we're used to, and again, we know our market and who we're appealing to. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun. I yeah. liked seeing what other people brought. We did have, like, steady people coming across mm-hmm. our booth and, like, people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people either bought from multiple vendors or they didn't buy from anyone. Mm-hmm. I would so, agree. Like, wasn't really, you know, hurt by like a lack of sales or like mm-hmm. a like a monetary kind of outcome. But I think talking to people was also one of my favorite things. It was really nice to be able to interface with customers since we don't have that opportunity with mm-hmm. design archives. Like we refill the booth and then we leave and we hope people like our stuff. Yeah. And it was like just a little sidebar, but like having moments like today where we're restocking the booth and while we're actually physically in that space during the store hours, people coming up to us being like, oh my God, is this your booth? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, this is my favorite booth. Like I always make a beeline for it when I come to design archives. Like that's really nice to hear. And I like, like being able to put a face or like some sort of expression and enthusiasm to 
our sales and our customers. Um, but actually having that experience with the pop-up was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that alone would make me want to keep doing them. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I would just really like for it to be not 98 degrees the next time we can. <laughs> Yeah, it's my only a little fan. I actually think our setup and takedown went really well, and I don't mm-hmm. think that we could have streamlined it anymore. Yeah. Um, the rolling rack that we used was definitely ideal. Yeah. <laughs> um, we used a collapsible one, and that was just, like, made life really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we brought a good amount of inventory. Yeah, um, especially just considering the traffic for the day. Yeah, and so it was definitely a learning experience, and... Yeah. Um, I would love to do one in Winston. Yeah. I wish that there were more opportunities for, like, casual yeah. um, pop-up sales in Winston. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd definitely be, be on the lookout for those. But yeah. I don't know of too many that don't require, like, some sort of regular contractual obligation. Right. Or, yeah. Like, credit card check or something. <laughs> for sure. So that was our wrap-up of our pop-up excursion yeah. adventure oh we also was, met aaron we met, we aaron. met aaron shout out to aaron um we would love to have him on as a guest second hand concession stand at second hand concession stand he's a t-shirt t-shirt fiend um yeah he was super nice it was nice to meet him i think he was probably one of my favorite social he was my favorite social interaction yeah. of the pop-up he was, was also really the nice one who, who talked age. to us the longest too yeah <laughs> so maybe I'm biased yeah but um yeah he was great it's nice to meet another reseller that's kind of in our age demographic um yeah so maybe maybe you'll hear from him shortly we'd love to have him on the podcast so yeah. stay tuned for that dear listeners yeah stay tuned dear listeners <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm ready for hot weather to be over it was nice when it was like a novelty um it's but everyone, toasty. I only own so many pairs of shorts and everybody has seen them all so many times. <laughs> so I'm ready to switch it up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, um, climate change is real. <laughs> Global warming is real because I cannot remember another time in my life in North Carolina that we've had this many like 95 plus degree days like in a row. I feel like it's been like for two months. No, well, maybe not two months, but, like, definitely, like, going on three weeks. Like, this is insane. I can't remember the last time it was not 90 degrees or, like, not a high of 90. Right. Definitely since July. It's insane here in the swamp. In the swamp, yeah. <laughs> it's not even that like... swampy compared to Florida <laughs> or Louisiana, but Oh, it's I still... actually said, I've said this before. I feel like North Carolina heat is worse than Florida heat. Really? Because... Yeah, I, like they're ninety degrees is ninety degrees, but I know, yeah, I feel like in Florida at least it's more manageable because it's what you're expecting. Like uh-huh. everyone in Florida knows how to handle the heat. Everywhere has the AC blasting all the time. Like you go there knowing what to expect. A lot of but places North Carolina, in Winston, it's hit or miss whether they're going to have the AC on or not. North Carolina <laughs> does not know how to handle heat. Like it'll be ninety degrees and nobody's AC will be working. People are panicking. <laughs> it'll we'll have a th- a summer thunderstorm and the power goes out. And people don't know how to control themselves. Like, they don't they don't know how to keep themselves together. Because um, people are afraid of thunder. In North Carolina, I feel like people are both afraid of thunderstorms, but also don't know how to feel safe in their home when it's thunderstorming, and then the power goes out, and they feel even worse. 
Like nobody, nobody's prepared for anything severe weather related in North Carolina. That's very true. So or it's just too chaotic. It or is chaotic. Like anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not fun. Bad heat in North Carolina is not fun. In yeah. Florida, it's like ah, Florida ambiance. This is it. <laughs> ah, the Gators. Mmm, oranges. Like it's what you're going there for. But oh god, North Carolina is so bad with heat. <laughs> with any any bad weather. Yeah, I would agree. And we had like where I am, we had a flash flood warning until like 9.45 p.m. last night. I think for good reason. I mean, I think there was good reason for there to have been a flash flood warning because you could just see the rain. Like starting at like 6.30 p.m. Again, climate change is real. Um, Just sheets of rain just coming down from like 6.30 to at least (laughs) 9.15. And they were like, don't leave your house. We won't rescue you if you leave your house. It's your fault. So, yeah, that's always fun. Uh, weather. Mm. Mm, climate change. Mm. What's Speaking our next heat? <laughs> what's our next topic of conversation? Speaking of heat and how we don't want it, let's dream about fall. Yeah. What are we? Let's talk about fall thrifting. Yeah. Because I feel like. Yes, it's August. Like, I'm not saying let's start playing Christmas music or, like, let's, like, start collecting Halloween candy or something. But we can dream. But Spirit Halloween's back in Winston. But Spirit Halloween is is, op- is opening. So we can talk about maybe what we're looking forward to for fall style, fall yeah. thrifting. I've seen the influencers talking about it. So let's, let's share. What are we so looking for? So my two cents are related to events that happened this past week. So Copenhagen Fashion Week happened in person mm-hmm. this past week. And I think my hypothesis is that this fall is going to be very Copenhagen street style. Like, yeah, very, I felt that coming for a while. Very chunky shoes, wide leg trousers, stuff that isn't like super closely tailored. A lot of like oversized things. Mm-hmm. Um, very androgynous looks also but stuff that still has like a lot of pattern and specifically pattern mixing is big in Copenhagen street style so um like Lisa Lisa says ga slash Paloma wool um which I think Paloma wool is like a Danish brand I could be wrong but like um just like those kind of vibes but like mixed with each other yeah that's my hypothesis. And and crazy hair. Like, every hair color. Like, not crazy hair styles, but, like, everybody have, like, new hair colors for fall. That would be fun. I'll yeah. go platinum. That would be a lot no, that, to maintain, that would, Riley. That would wash me out. I'm never... I can't do that. I would have to, like, shape my head before I could dye my hair. Would you ever dye head. your eyebrows? No. <laughs> I know people who, like... No, I would not. <laughs> like, you're supposed to like your eyebrows are supposed to be the shade of your hair the same color as your hair when it's wet so that's why when somebody dyes their hair blonde you know it's dyed because their eyebrows are going to be so much darker than the hair on their head Mm. well I would much rather prefer that look like dark eyebrows with light hair like if I dyed my hair platinum I'm not going to I can god (laughs) you my hair's so long I like First of it all, it cost hundreds of dollars. It would also probably break off because your <laughs> yeah, hair is so long. Like, yeah, the amount of time it would take 
Well, you, I don't know how Ariana Grande did it. You couldn't just you couldn't just bleach your hair. You'd have to do like balayage first or something that's like more progressive, or else literally your hair would just fall out because it luckily to we be- don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I prefer the dark eyebrows. Yeah, but like I've been seeing a lot of like pink hair and purple hair and green hair like resurging on social media so I think that that's going to come back stronger in the fall also I think that's going to correspond with a second um wind of COVID in the United States and people are going to be bored as fuck at home and they're going to be like let me color my hair (laughs) let me let me do purple today like I think people are going to do that yeah if their hair survives yep (laughs) That would be fun, though. I like the funky colors. Um, I don't even think this is a trend anymore because this has been present in, like, at least the last three seasons of fall. But sweater vests, I think, are just a fall staple at this point. I, I would say the same thing for blazers. Like, we've seen blazers and sweater vests coming back, like, for the last Do you mean, like, an oversized blazer or, like, mm-hmm. any kind Like, of a structure yeah. blazer. Gotcha. Um, I've seen those at least every fall of my college career. Mm. So, except maybe 2017. But 2017, I feel like, kind of falls into the 2014 to 2016 trend cycle sometimes. I would say so, um, yeah. But in the last couple of years, I feel like sweater vests and, and chunky blazers or, like, structured blazers have really been present. And I don't think they're going away. And I think that just kind of ties into what you were saying about the oversized, the chunky, the Scandinavian type of silhouettes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I see that for sure. But we kind of saw that in the spring, too, so I think it's kind of an overlap, like the Cecily Bonson kind of shapes. Yeah. Um, a lot of layers, a lot of volume. Yeah. 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 That's my hypo. Oh, and platform shoes and clogs. Platform shoes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thinking about denim, and, like, we've been thinking ahead um, with what we want to have in our booth for the fall mm-hmm. and what we want to give you guys for the fall and the winter and denim has kind of come up a lot for us. Um, we have so much denim back stock. It's coming in ni- hot. Nice quality denim. So you need a pair of jeans for the school year. You let us know because we've got every wash, every size, every rise. Every brand, Wrangler, every brand. Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin um, Klein, Dickies, Lee, Levi's, Dickies. I've got some Rustler We've got it all. Too, I think. Literally, Rustler, we yeah. have it, like, we have it all. We have so much denim, so. The only thing I'm missing is limited two. Still on the search for more of those, but. <laughs> Still on the search for some limited two, some justice. No, justice but... isn't, isn't vintage. <laughs> but we, we've got a lot of denim. Goodwill is doing a sale this week where it was buy one piece of denim, get another piece of denim free. Well, it was so just I jeans. Really... It was just jeans. It's not like you no, could it was... get... Yeah, it was denim. Because I got a denim... I got two denim skirts and it was buy one, get well, one. Well, but that was a bottom. It's not like they would have given you a denim jacket. Oh, right, right. No denim jacket. Like yeah. jeans, jean jeans. shorts, jean skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was clarifying. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think I got 10 pieces of denim bottoms. For the price of five. For the price of five. And the Goodwill I went to, I was kind of caught off guard by this. Maybe I just never... Um, been aware of this before but the denim at the goodwill that i went to was four dollars and 19 cents which piece. one did you go to that was four dollars and 19 cents ronaldo road everyone every other used... one is seven dollars 
That's what, okay, I thought it was like five sixty nine or something, and I yeah. was like, this is cheap, but I went to the Goodwill on Ronalda Road, 3601 Ronalda Road, that Goodwill, oh and God. I really stocked up. They were, they were cutting me deals, um, and I got like eight pairs of jeans. Did like it, nice hold on, I got a question. 90s. Yeah. For your denim, did it say, like, on the rack that it was 419, or did the person just ring them up as well? It said on the rack it was 419. Huh. So I guess go, go to the Ronaldo Road, go to Will for your denim. Seriously, because I've definitely been rung up for more expensive than that. At, Me too, and I wasn't university. sure. I just convinced myself that I was, like, remembering Florida thrift prices because no, Florida's a little bit more expensive. No, it's their $7, and that's why I never buy them at Goodwill because they're that's so what I expensive. Thought. No, that's what I thought. So I guess Ronaldo Road, Goodwill is where you got to go. But, um, but yeah, de- quite the denim haul, so look out for that for fall. Yeah. I've got great pairs. We've both got great pairs yeah. in the back. Stop. Like really high-quality denim coming at you. And at good prices, too. We ain't going to mm-hmm. knock it up for you. Just yeah. enough for us to be to cut even. <laughs> so yeah, yep. What's the next topic of convo? Let's, let's talk about what you're bringing to Italy. I want to know. We've talked about it a little bit. You're bringing your cape. You're bringing your evening bag. You might be bringing your sweater. What yeah. else are you bringing? So I just started, like, putting stuff, pulling stuff out a couple days ago. Um, just because when I went abroad the first time to Venice, where I met Riley, I started packing way too early, like a month out. And I mm-hmm. ended up bringing stuff, so much stuff that I never wore or touched or reached for. So I am taking a more restrained approach this time. And like this past week, I only withdrew, um, like winter stuff like seasonal stuff that I like I'm not wearing now but like I know I'm going to wear then which is like like my teal alpaca sweater that I literally wore like every day in like January and February. do you know which one I'm talking Love. about it's yes. like the mock neck sweater yeah, yeah. and I literally wore it I think every day in like January and February and then I'm taking both my lavender barn coat chore coat whatever you call it because that one doesn't have a lining under it and I can wear sweaters and like stuff under that. And I'm also, I'm going to wear my blue barn coat that has the lining on the plane with me because that one's my actual, like that's my winter coat. Like it's very warm. Um, but I want to have the lavender one also so I could like wear one as layers Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Or just if it's not as cold one day and I don't need my, like, down-lined, like, jacket that I can just wear that other one. Um, like, I put, I started pulling out the shoes that I want to take. Um, kind of, like, trying to wear those shoes before I leave just to make sure that they're, like, my most comfortable and, like, my most favorite ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and started pulling some accessories slash like home stuff. So like, for example, like all my hair. T- I- Do you remember seeing commercials for the Turby Twist? No, it's like I have one no of those hair is. hair towels that's a certain shape. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. um, well, if you twist it at the top, it has a little bit of elastic right at the nape of the neck. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Those are like 
the best thing ever and I've had like four of them since like freshman year of college and I even took them with me to Venice and like I packed those for example I packed like my um makeup erasers just and like I packed one of those um terry cloth um you know wraps like shout like after you get out of the shower like if you lived yeah like a a towel wrap yeah yeah, like a towel wrap because like I can use that as a towel if I need to like the first couple a couple of days that I'm there you know Mm -hmm. um it's a multi-use um item um and just kind of stuff like that I'm starting to get my toiletries together because I feel like that'll take up a lot of room um just slowly trying to bring stuff I think it'll be hard trying to make a decision about like how much of my summer stuff to bring because like hypothetically it's not supposed to be summer for that much longer but I think it'll probably be pretty hot until October I think so too I think you're right I don't know like like I don't know so send prayers if you believe in (laughs) prayers or good vibes um I'll probably be posting some about it on my Instagram story because I've realized that like other people can help me make these decisions. So I yeah, might blame be, it on the people. I might be posting some like this or that type mm-hmm. content. So if you want to engage in that, um, my Instagram's Meredith L. Vaughn. Um, and I probably need the feedback. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if I should pack like much going out clothes because I don't really think like going out is like a thing. But like if I want to go no. out to dinner with people or like go to aperitivo... Like, I don't want to be wearing, like, a t-shirt and jeans, like, you know? Yeah. So, it's, like, it's not, like, packing for going out, like, we were in Venice. Yeah. You know? So, it's, it, it's all balance, and I don't know. I also, that's why there are thrift stores, and there are vintage stores abroad. I know. So, if you need to, and, you just contribute to the local economy. And also, Riley, I do have to keep in mind that I'm going to be in grad school, so I'm going to have, like, more business professional, like, yeah situations that I'm gonna be in and so we're not 20 anymore I need yeah well uh, uh, yes okay (laughs) and so I need to make sure that like I have enough blouses or yeah sweater like dressy enough sweaters you know things that like I can wear in a more formal situation if I need to dress up so that's my spiel <laughs> so many choices so many hit up choices. the polls baby hit up the instagram I, polls. I think i will be using the instagram polls because also i feel like people will voice their opinion like if someone has a strong opinion they'll like swipe up and like leave me a comment about something yeah. and i'm like mm, i need this i need some feedback because i just like overpacked so much when i went to venice yeah and we didn't even or i didn't even bring that much compared to some people like there were plenty of people who brought a lot more than i did so oh definitely like i think the standard was like two large suitcases a carry-on and a book bag and i brought one and that was for five months and i brought one medium suitcase a carry-on and a book bag and I still yeah. feel like I brought too much yeah so I feel like you could do a big suitcase and a book bag 
That's all you need. No, but I'm going for two years, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's, that's true. So do, then just do it. Like, do a big suitcase and a carry-on and a book bag. Well, I don't have a big suitcase, so it's the medium suitcase. Oh. And then I'm doing a duffel bag and okay. then a rolly suitcase and a carry-on. But I might find that I don't even need this small rolly suitcase. Yeah, that'd be a lot easier for you to manage when it gets to arriving to your destination. Yeah, I've already told myself I'm paying the 95 euro and doing a taxi. There's no way I can manage doing yeah. a commuter train and then switching to a metro with yeah. all that luggage. Yeah, that would be rough. I said, I am just, this is part of my budget. I'm paying that 95 euro and just sending it. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. That'll definitely help you in the long run. It'll make so you me, don't feel yes. sad and overwhelmed when you get there. Yes. <laughs> Scared. Yes. Yeah, and idea. I've also already told my mom that the first day that I'm there, I'm using, like, our American phone plan international for one day. Nice. Because I didn't do that when I was in Venice, and I was trying to be fucking cheap, and I should have just paid, like, told my mom that I was going to use, like, $25 and, like, and just use the international plan for one day. But I'm definitely doing it when I'm my first yeah, day Yeah, I can't imagine... I remember when we first got to Venice, like, trying to figure out the phone plans. Like, luckily, we did it all as a group, and we're just told what to do and how to do it. But any other way, I would have been so overwhelmed with that. Well, like, I'm just going to go to Vodafone again this time and be like, hey, mm-hmm. can I get the 25 gig plan? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's exactly It'll probably be more expensive now than it was then. Probably, like, 30 euro instead of, like, 20. But, like, that's literally what I'm going to do. Yeah. That'll make you feel better. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So that's how that's Tell me about your Italy drama. I've been on the edge of my seat. Oh my gosh, you guys. Riley has not even heard this because I was just an anxious wreck this entire week. So last Wednesday, I was in a Dunkin' Donuts cold brew induced anxiety episode on in the afternoon because I thought it was a good idea. Okay, precursor, I don't do a lot of caffeine and I almost never do afternoon caffeine. So the fact that I thought that it was a good idea for me to roll up at Dunkin' Donuts during my lunch break at work at 1 p.m. and get a medium cold brew. <laughs> who is she? Literally, who is she? So I get to work and start drinking my cold brew, and literally my heart is bursting out of my chest. <laughs> like, my eyes like are, like, bugging, and I'm just like, why you, you guys can't see me but like I'm like shaking I'm like wired and I told my boss I was like I'm, like I don't know why I did this <laughs> like I, I think I just wanted to drink coffee but not for the caffeine like I just like wanted to drink it for the taste and I was like I told my boss I was like I'm so sorry if I'm like talking 100 miles per minute until like 5 p.m just like know that this is why that I'm just like <laughs> Because I don't usually, like, talk a ton at work because I'm doing, like, computer stuff, all the stuff on the computer all day. Right. So, like, unless I have a question, there's no, like, I'm listening to podcasts or music, like, all day, and then, like, I'll ask my boss a question. But, like, I was, like, if I'm talking your ear off, like, this is why, because I'm literally, like, wired right now. <laughs> and he was, like, oh, yeah, that happens to me if I have afternoon coffee. And I was, like, good, we're on the same wavelength. Okay. So, I was in this caffeine-induced Honestly, I was having an anxiety attack, but I just, like, couldn't, 
I couldn't process like what was going on around me. You know, when you're, you, well, Riley, you drink so much coffee, but like when you just like get in your head with so much caffeine and being like, Oh, I have to do this. And then I have to do that. And oh then, yeah. And then I have to get go back jitters. and do this. And then I'm, it's just like your mind is like going like a million miles per minute. And I literally started hyperventilating. I was like, I don't have my visa yet. Like how I got to thinking about this. I still couldn't <laughs> tell you, but like, I was like, I still don't have my visa yet. I haven't heard anything from the consulate. Let me just send them a quick email. So like I sent them this email that was like, Hi, my name is Meredith Vaughn. Like, I'm a current resident of North Carolina, and I submitted my study visa um, on June 15th, and I got the USPS notification that you all received it on the 17th, and I hadn't heard anything from you all, and I was just wondering um, if you needed any more information from me and if you received my application all right. Send, right? And I was like, I don't know, 3.30 p.m. on a Wednesday. The next mm-hmm. morning at 8.45 a.m., I get this snarky email from someone that says, Hi, Miss Vaughn. We sent you two emails and you never respond. All caps. All caps. Never <gasps> respond. Um, we ask you for this bank information. Um, see previous emails below. So they had apparently sent me two emails asking for an updated bank letter thing but they had sent it to the wrong email address oh my gosh so like i don't want to say my email on here but it has one letter in it that they missed so it was like one letter off Mm -hmm. and I was agog. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But, like, they only tried to contact me on August 2nd for the first time. Okay. And then followed up the 9th. And then I emailed them the 12th. So this timeline is very close anyways. It's not like they... It's not like they tried to email me, like, July 2nd or anything. Like, no. Like, this was all within the matter of two weeks. Oh, my gosh. So... I then really go into an episode, and this wasn't even caffeine-induced. Like, I was like, how can they be saying this to me? How can they... This is their fault. Like, this isn't my fault. Like, why is this email so snarky? And so I respond, and I said... Also, I was at work. Like, I can't just, like, drop everything and go to the bank and, like, wait for Mm -hmm. half an hour and get another letter for this thing. So I was like... Hi, thank you so much for your quick response. And I really appreciate this information that you gave me. Um, just so you know, my email address is not in all caps, mm-hmm. the email address that they sent the information to. And therefore, I never received the two previous correspondences that you tried to make that that you um, attached below. Um, I will be happy to get the bank letter and will have it to you tomorrow morning. Um, and thank you again for the quick response. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And ha- didn't hear anything for the rest of the day from that. Of course. And then the next morning, I went right when the bank opens, got my updated letter, got even more proof of what they needed, scanned it, sent it in. Within 10 minutes of me scanning it and sending it in, they say, thank you very much for this additional information now can you please send us your complete transcript from wake forest university and i said uh, <laughs> i said where on any form list anything did they put my completed transcript from wake forest nowhere nowhere why do they need that 
I don't know. you're not getting a... Because they have proof of enrollment for my graduate. Right. Why would they need... Like, if you're getting a student visa, but why would they want your student information from a school that you don't go to anymore? Um, I don't know. But luckily, I had a scan on my computer from, guess what, Mm -hmm. another document that I had to send for the consulate. Like, another package of things that I had to send for another expensive piece of paper. And so I was able to just, like... I literally pulled into a Starbucks parking lot, connected to the Wi-Fi, and sent it to them because I had to do it on my computer. And Mm. I was like, "Um, please let me know if there's any additional information that you need. And within a half hour, they responded to me saying, "Um, thank you for being so responsive today. Your your visa has been dispatched and will be um, mailed by the end of the day. And wow. And guess what? I checked USPS, and it shipped out at 2.30 on Friday, and it's supposed to be here tomorrow. Good. So that's my saga. (laughs) My gosh. Oh, my gosh. Visas. Oh, my gosh. That's insane, first of all, that they've been responding or connecting with the wrong email address. How does that happen? Also, if anyone... Just copy and paste. If anyone knows me at all, I'm, like, one of the most connected, like, communicative people, probably like, type mm-hmm. A personality that you would ever meet. Like, my wake professor, like, especially my engineering professors, like, used to make a joke that, like, if I didn't respond to an email with ten mi- within 10 minutes, like, I must be asleep or dead. Because, like, I would always be the first person to respond to an email. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, it would be, like, bing! I guess because I'm either, this is so bad, I'm either always on my computer or my phone. So if it's, like, from a professor, I would always be, like, Oh, and this is life. probably important. I probably need to read it and respond to it. Yeah. So, like, I'm very connected to my means of communication. And so the fact that they were like, you never respond. I'm like, that just was like a dagger to my heart. I was like, <laughs> no, but I do. <laughs> I do respond. I respond really fast. <laughs> So that was like a, a dagger to my a personality. Oh my gosh. Trait. That's good. I'm like even shocked that they responded so quickly after your response. I think I was at the very top of the list because I'm supposed to leave September 1st. Yeah. And that's why I was like, uh, like I still haven't heard from them. Like I might, I must send this, e- I should send this email. And I did. And I'm so glad that I had Duncan oh, yeah. that day and was in an, <laughs> thank <laughs> you Duncan, was in a caffeine induced anxiety episode because if I hadn't, yeah, what? you would have been here. You would have still been here. Yeah, I would have. Yikes. So, yes, that's the latest <laughs> in the saga. But what I'm taking from this is, yay, visa's on the way. Yay, visa's on the way. Yes, yay, I can legally go to it. Well, the thing is, it's not even a a question of legality of me going over there without a visa if i don't have the visa i don't have a fucking passport so i can't leave the country (laughs) yeah so but we don't have to worry about that now we don't have to worry about that now um i am worried about when i have to get it renewed next year because what do you mean because i'm gonna be in italy and and you'd like have to send your passport away from you yeah yeah, how does that work? I might try to contact the consulate in Milan and be like, yeah, can you guys do this for me? Yeah, I think because uh, you shouldn't send your passport away when you're in a different country. Well, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Right. I think that's illegal. I mean, 
Right. That should, that's not a thing. Right? Unless I'd have to, like, get a copy of my passport or something. Like, yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll yeah, it out. that's already a question that I've been thinking about. I'm like, how the... Am I going to be able to, do, like... Uh, and anxiety for another time, I guess. But yeah. that's been... I was, like, strung out so much last week because of that. I was just, like nobody's home brain was just on another planet it was insane oh my gosh now i want some duncan now i'm craving some coffee mm. well i don't think they're open at 9 30 <laughs> they're not okay if anything i should be taking the melatonin yeah and don't and get the cold brew at 9 30 because you will be up <laughs> for three days afterwards wired also i never get cold brew. there's so many like flaws in this sto- like <laughs> like when Okay, Riley, when have you ever known me to get cold brew? Never in my life, actually. Exactly. I've, I've only ever seen you drink, like, a cappuccino in Venice or matcha. Or latte. I get lattes a Or, lot. like, a chai. Or, like, a chai latte or yeah. something. But when have you ever known me to get cold brew? A cold brew? brew? Never. Never seen you Like, literally, brew. this is just such, like, a, like, I'm telling you, I'm not even a super spiritual person, but God works in mysterious ways, and I think that God was just like, Meredith, you need this Duncan. You need this comfort. You need this Duncan. You need to have this realization that someone's been trying to contact you. Oh, God. So, well, shout out to that Duncan. Mm, that blessed Duncan. Yeah, that I, that I ordered ahead for and made the dumbest mistake. Okay, listeners, don't make my mistake. If you pre-order Dunkin', make sure you do in-store pickup and don't do the drive-thru because I did the drive-thru pickup thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to be the only person getting Dunkin' at 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. Wrong. (laughs) I got stuck in a, like, four-car line where everyone was ordering for their whole eight-person family, and I ended up waiting in line for, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, then why did I even order ahead? Bummer. That's a bummer. My cold brew with oat milk was watery by the time that I got it. And I was like, mm. But it still did its job. It still did its job. And I was jittery until 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. I was jittery until like 11 p.m. But like, still. Nice. Crazy. So, sorry. That was such, so on that note. <laughs> that was such a drawn out story. But I just, Riley hadn't even heard it. So I had to give like the complete. It was a journey. That was quite the journey. A stressful one. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I think that we're going to say ciao, ciao for now. Ciao, ciao for now. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Finders Keepers Pod. Um, Subscribe and follow to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to us Mm -hmm. now. if you want to be nice and only nice people, um, leave us a pod a podcast like review on Apple Pretty Podcasts please. that please puts us please. higher up in the algorithm, so um, that other people can find us easier. Yeah. Find um, us on Etsy at Finders Keepers Pod for a style bundle, and also find us at Design Archives in Winston Salem, North Carolina, for them um, goodies. For those goodies, yep, yep. Um, and all I'm right, Meredith. I'm Riley. Good night. Finders keepers, good night. (laughs)